Welcome to episode 159 of the Codex Prime podcast for Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's good, everybody? Yes, thank you for tuning in once again. Another week of Codex Prime goodness and magic that we just love to deliver so much. Um, got some things to talk about. We got to, we're going to talk a little bit about love. We're going to talk a little bit about death. And most of all, we're going to talk a little bit about robots. That's right. Love, Death, and Robots, the Netflix anthology animated series, was just dropped. Uh, we're going to talk about all 18 episodes, are some of our favorites, some of our least favorites. And if you haven't seen the show, hey, you know what? Check out a few. Hell, you may, maybe, maybe you can check out a few while you're watching or listening to this episode. Like they, they, they range from like what, five to 18 minutes, so you'll be good. Oh, yeah. You can bang it out on one sitting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, we'll get into our predictions for NXT TakeOver New York, the G1 Supercard, and WrestleMania 35. It's a jam-packed weekend if you're a wrestling fan, especially if you happen to live in the New York, New Jersey area. <laughs> if you're just even there. there was, uh, and these shows were starting at like 12 this afternoon. Jeez. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's going to be... I can imagine what the traffic is going to be like. In fact, I heard that... Uh, I think New York City they they've just uh made it made official a new law that's going to charge drivers extra for congestion for congested roads like if you if you drive through any part of the city that's like congested like New York City will charge you extra just for driving through those areas when you take a trip to NA, to to New York City just yeah. don't drive yeah you really don't need to yeah, like I saw, I saw the story in New York, in the, in the New York Times. I think it was just the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like New York, like New New York state laws suck for drivers. Like, they try to frustrate you with taking their public transportation. Sometimes they'll give you a six hundred dollar ticket to get their point across. But anyway, somebody just went to a dark place. Went back to a dark place. I know, I know. Poor Schenectady. Yup. I mean, fuck Schenectady. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, but you know, we're 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 doing we're doing better things now. You know, life life moves on. Sometimes, even if our checking accounts don't. But <laughs> <laughs> boom, <laughs> truth right there. Oh my. man. <laughs> yeah. Woo-wee. Yeah. But you know, if you ever if you ever feel down from you know getting you know exorbitant parking tickets you could always drown out your sorrows by listening some to some good quality music with a pair of studio regent headphones oh my god high five on the subway yes jeez whoa <laughs> boom that's how you do it wow <laughs> yes i didn't even see it coming yeah I, i'm you just i'm just letting you just go with the flow and then boom like sponsors mm. yeah boom sponsors want to Talk to the people about Studio Region. Oh, yeah. Just high quality, affordable, and fashionable headphones that I use when I DJ. Victor uses when he produces. Yep. Which are somewhere around here. But yeah, uh, I think it's in. Oh, it's on the desk over there. Yeah, because you was listening to your music while you was working. Yeah, pretty much. There yep. you go. So, yeah. on some high quality, fashionable, and affordable headphones. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do to get those high quality, and affordable, and fashionable headphones, you just got to do just. Go to studio.com and use the promo code Codex Podcast to get 15% off your purchase. And as always, Vic, free shipping in the USA. 
UWO boys, I'm telling you, oh, y'all, yeah. y'all better come through. Yes. Oh, the, man. the second we're getting ready to go into that sponsorship, y'all better be ready. Oh, yeah. Y'all better be practicing. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're not practicing, I would be disappointed. We will be. Oh, yeah. We will be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll get into what I've been up to uh, lately. Um, well, uh, last week I was uh, I, I kind of splurged a little, little too much on comics. You know, like I had no da- like I had no damn sense. In other words, like that time you went to Rhode Island Comic Con, you just kept kept buying art, yeah, and more art, yeah, and more art, mm-hmm. and more art, yeah, to the point where I'm like, do you pay bills in your house? Yeah, yeah, I, I admit I was a tad overboard uh, at that time. It was fun. It, it, was, it was fun, you it's, know. It's called living. Yeah, it's living until you realize, oh shit, I ain't got enough to pay the. Oh, it happens, <laughs> and then, but you know what? Sometimes the experience is worth it alone. It is. I agree. But yeah, I, I I bought a mean stack of comics. Um, I caught up on all. Well, I haven't caught up. I haven't read them yet. But I caught up buying all eight issues so far. Fantastic Four. I bought issues two and three of Daredevil, uh, the new run. Uh, bought the issue eleven of Skyward, which just dropped. Um, what else did I get? Uh, there was something else. Dang! See, I got so much I forgot. I forget. Oh, I got this other comic, Little Bird, which is hey. Well, not it's not with a Y. Carl. Okay. Uh, Little Bird, which is a really interesting. It's like a first part of a mini series by Image Comics, which is uh, which is very gory, really uh intense. Um, I recommend having a strong stomach while you read it. Oh, that's right up your nasty ass alley. Oh yeah, pretty much. Um, it's actually really cool. Um, it's actually got some really good reviews. Um, it's like a sci-fi, it's like a sci-fi uh, action story. Um, uh, it's about this uh, one woman who's like part of this tribe in Canada, fighting the uh, United United States of America, which is taken over by this ultra-religious, ultra-conservative um, uh, uh, autocracy, and it's it's really interesting. I'm 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 very interested in seeing where they're going to take issue two because if issue one has any indication, man, it's like it's like pure nightmare fuel for more sensitive readers. So I'll just leave it at that. But Little Bird, something something interesting out there. Check that out. Um, yeah, man, just 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 bought that stack of comics. Um, I oh, and also uh, I caught up on uh, so, several issues of The Flash, uh, which I which I bought. Also Wonder Woman. Um. And I still need to catch up a bit on Batman. I still have a, a backlog there, and Catwoman, which uh, which I need to catch up on as well. So yeah, comics galore. I got a whole bunch to look forward to reading. Um, Quick question. Yeah. Did you get your copy of Detective Comics One Thousand? Yes, I did. Okay. I did. I got the uh, issue of Detective Comics issue One Thousand out in stores now. I wish I had it on me. Um, one of mine's on me. I actually bought it for a friend, mm-hmm. but he hasn't came to work yet. So I got one of them. Give me one second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, De- Detective Comics issue one thousand. It's out in stores now. Um, there's multiple covers, uh, which are which are done by different artists. Um, there's like the reg- the standard issue cover with uh, which is like a two. Which is like a which is like a splash cover, like I back and forth. Which one? Yep. I can't even tell you which one is the. Uh, oh, nice! The special cover, the the standard cover. Yeah, the standard cover is like the splash one with the modern um, Detective Comics uh, 
artwork. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's got uh, uh, Damian Wayne in the back and then Batman in the front. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is a this is a copy one of the many covers you can get for Detective Comics yeah. One Thousand. A picture of Batman uh, standing over a gate with a bunch of scared ass clansmen uh, in the front coming out of their ghost meeting. <laughs> ghost meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also got a really cool uh, cover of um, it was like um, it was like multiple Batman, but it was done in like the the art style of the forties. So it's like different types of Batman, but in the art in a '40s art style of Batman, which I thought was really cool. So I got that from Newberry Comics. Um, Newberry Comics also has their own exclusive cover as well. Um, so yeah, if you happen to be a collector, um, if you want to get all all the covers out there, it's ten bucks a pop, so ten bucks an issue. And um, yeah, this 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 could sit right alongside of the Action Comics One Thousand, which is uh, by Superman, which came out a few months ago. Got that one as well. Yep. So yeah, um, uh, poor Kyle. <laughs> uh, what does he say? Anybody ever see a DC movie sold out theaters three weeks before its release? Ooh, suck it, John Aponic. Um, but we're we're sorry, Kyle, that you passed a kidney stone waiting for us to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, and uh, hope you enjoyed your baby shower. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes. Um, yeah, that. Uh, there's like a there's a there was a meme uh, that Carl whipped up in the group chat. Basically, uh, Carl superimposed uh, Kyle's face. I didn't make that. Oh, you didn't make it. Kyle made that. Oh, of course. Well, Kyle made. I a... would have made it. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, but Kyle uh, made a little meme where he superimposed his face on Bray Wyatt, and we're standing next to JoJo in their uh, baby shower photo. So, quote unquote, congratulations. <laughs> uh. Hashtag alimony. Actually, you said hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and speaking of John Haponic, um, we, I actually texted him um, that some interesting news that Captain Marvel is the latest Marvel movie to cross the billion dollar mark. Wait, wait, wait. So Marvel crossed a billion dollars again? Again. 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 Yep. Again. Yeah. Black Panther, Infinity War. Captain Marvel and, and guess, guess what? Endgame's definitely gonna do it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what people are saying right now? Yeah, that WrestleMania mm. is training for Endgame. <laughs> but then I saw a meme of Kevin Hart sipping a soda, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Avengers Endgame is gonna be three hours." I'm like, "That's just a WrestleMania pre-show." That really is. It really is. I put. I posted a meme. I posted a meme that just said, "Listen," where he said, "Fandango." Avengers, three movie, I mean, three hours, two minutes. Black churches have prepared me for moments like this. <laughs> oh, man. When black churches go long, they go long. Oh, my God. Oof. Shout out to Temple Prayer and Faith. Hey, used to have, they used to stop their services around 12. Mm-hmm. Got out no later than 6. God damn. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, back in the days, Holy Cross was at least like three to four, maybe. Dang, that's yeah. like trinity my mama's church they usually go about three or four about three man like how do you stand it just sitting in those pews because mighty uncomfortable well, because we're black churches and we dance and we shout and sh- well i mean still it's like dang I, I, it's like damn i'm hungry i don't want to go out for a lunch run that's you know? why you sit next to your grandmother who has like peppermints and stuff in the back <laughs> i mean I, I went to a black church when i was a kid but uh we didn't we didn't do all that you sure I did. <laughs> 
but uh but yeah i i tested john that captain marvel made a billion dollars and i just i told him that the people disagree with us because i too wasn't a huge fan of captain marvel but john hated it of course uh john's response was well people go see transformers look at avatar nobody remembers or cares about it okay all right yeah so valid <laughs> uh, I, I will give you that. I will give you that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Captain Marvel as my my top five MCU movies. Oh no! But still, crossed a billion dollars, just like Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman is the uh, the only billion dollar film in the DCEU. And honestly. Every time I talk to somebody about Aquaman, they don't mention Aquaman himself. They don't mention Mira, Black Manta, a villain. You know what? The only thing that they mention? What? The fucking drum playing octopus. <laughs> Yay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Yeah. And it's only five. It's like a five second shot. <laughs> At best. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh man, Aquaman is so fun. Like you, you should definitely see it. I would love to hear what you think of it. I mean, I plan on doing it. Yeah, it's 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 a fun DCEU movie. You know, something that that exists. It does exist. Wonder Woman, then Aquaman, and then uh, Wonder Woman was all right. I I liked it more than you did. You did. Yeah, Shazam might be even fun. I've been here another. Doesn't that come out Friday? Yep, it comes out this Friday. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I ain't gonna have time. For I'm not huh. gonna have the time for Shazam this weekend. I hear you, but I'm I'm gonna try to squeeze it in though. Try to between, Oof. yeah, that's a huge try. Yeah, that's a huge try. What's up, Brian? <laughs> and the other Brian? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, other than that, that's that's pretty much what, what's up. What I've been up to on my end. How about you, man? What's going on? Um. Oh, this past weekend was the um latest shout outs to Freddie. He had his uh Freddie Cup tournament. Oh, okay. So okay. you know, drinks, pulled pork, and suit, you know, was there. Nice. I um, one of the many games that we played was uh, Mortal Kombat XL because okay. none of us have uh, Mortal Kombat X yet. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna segue into that soon. And um, I, I'm actually proud of myself. Not even thinking about it, I actually swept. Nice. That's what's up. Yeah, I managed to beat everybody. I managed to beat everybody there. Mm -hmm. Which was cool, you know. Which is cool. And then the um, the main event game mm -hmm. was actually a game called Skullgirls. Oh, I heard about that one. That one was um, interesting. It actually is. It was actually pretty dope. It's one of those three on threes. You know, it kind of reminds me. You know, the fighting style and stuff kind of reminds me of like I want to say like Marvel versus Capcom versus yeah. SNK, SNK. You know, those type of games. Mm -hmm. But one thing was dope about it was the art. Mm. And actually, like each character, each movement was mm. actually hand drawn by its artist. Oh wow, that's what's up. I like that. Yeah, so we definitely uh, shout outs to Furman, who was supposed, who was actually going to be a guest on tonight, but he, um, you know, he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it out, but um, he ended up winning the tournament this this quarter. Nice. So okay. he can kiss my ass, and I hate everything he stands for. But um, word, I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun time to be had. So uh, once again, thanks. Shout out to Freddie for having me. You know, having me, having all of us over. Can't wait till next time. I gotta win that master sword at least once. I got a meme ready. I got a picture ready for it mm. and everything. I'm not gonna tell you what it is though. Okay. Yeah, but and then um, this past week, shout out to uh, Brian Lucia. He was supposed to. He 
I was supposed to shout him out for this last week, but I dived into that the Mortal Kombat 11 beta. Oh, the beta. Okay. Shut the fuck up and take my goddamn money. <laughs> First of all, the only way you can play is if you had to pre-order the game. Mm-hmm. So on my way over here last week, it actually released last Wednesday when it was supposed to release on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I before here, before on my way here, I had stopped by GameStop just to pre-order it, mm-hmm. just so I can play that beta. Oh word! Oh my goodness! It's like the, that. Yeah. You was only you were only able to play to play play with Cabal Baraka, Scarlet, Jade, and Scorpion. Okay. Yeah. Remember how they were showing at the video game awards? I was like, oh, there's more blood, more this, more that. He's not even lying. And this is only the beta. Wow, man. What's the actual game coming out? April twenty fourth. Okay, right. I want to say yeah. I I I'm, I wanted to get the collector's edition, mm-hmm. which costs about two hundred bucks. Jeez. And it comes with a banging ass scorpion mask. Mm-hmm. I swear I would just play that game with the mask. Pants optional. Oh, okay, that's too much information, but okay. Listen, don't you go ahead with that too much information when you be like, oh, I'm so ready for this film. My mind, my body, my soul, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> that's too much. It's too much. Made it weird. Make it weird. <laughs> but yeah, I'm but I'm I settled for the hundred dollar version. So I can won't have to worry about buying any DLCs or any secret characters and stuff. Hundred bucks? Oh, hundred bucks ain't bad. Hundred bucks though, for a game, it's not even complete. But it will be as like time goes on when new characters get released and stuff. It automatically gets downloaded. Okay. Yeah, it's a triple A corporate practice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. But, to- but it depends. On, some games are just worth it. Yeah. And this one is. Yeah, I know. I know. Did you, you ever do the Spider-Man DLCs? Not yet. I, I've been meaning to, but like things always keep popping up, you know. I hear you. But yeah, I'm gonna do that. But yeah, the I know you're a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I always have I always have been. Like yeah. ever since I was little, mm-hmm. when I wasn't supposed to play the game. Yeah. Played now, it anyway. And you've played every single Mortal Kombat game? No, I haven't played like special forces. Um I like moved forward in with um that mythology game. Oh, for yeah. Nintendo sixty four. Oh, was Sub-Zero? that Sub- yeah Sub Zero Solo one? No, I think that's it. I think those are the only two I haven't played. Hmm. The main story, like the main games, I played every single one. Okay. Now, of all the main games you play, what would you say is your? What was? What, what would you rank your top three Mortal Kombat games? Top three. Two is my number one. Oh, so, okay. Still okay. Trilogy number two and ten. Ten, okay. Hmm. And that's the, your order. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting that two is is uh, your number one. You know what it was? Because two was two was the one that I had for mm-hmm. Sega Genesis. Yeah. And when I say I played that, I have way too many childhood memories for that one. Mm-hmm. Like. I that was one game that I just could not lose. Yeah. 
just could not lose to until I went down to my went down to Baltimore and visited my cousin Brian, who had the game himself, and I could not win. Oh, to the point where I hit him. Damn, man. <laughs> I hit him. <laughs> they get one. I was young. I was young, but okay. Yeah. But oh, it's to the point where my pops got mad at me because I kept beating him. <laughs> I I knew the special codes and stuff to like get all the seat just to get like one button fatalities and stuff. Like I yes, Carl. What do you say? Shit. Yeah, Brian, what did Brian just say? Brian says that uh he was the one who told you about the beta last weekend. Yeah, he was. He was. Shout out yeah. to him. He did tell he told me like the second, like the second it came out, he was sending me videos, and I'm just like, dude, what I, I had to run, I had to go to GameStop. I literally had to leave miles early just to go to GameStop mm. just to pre-order it. Wow. Five dollar minimum, I paid ten okay. just to pre-order it. Okay, it's like that. All right. So would a uh, Mortal Kombat eleven? Be the next Freddy Cup game, you think? No, no, no. It'll be in the Freddy Cup, but it won't be the main game. Okay. So I don't have to go through that hell like I did with Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bought the game on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Had to keep it wrapped up till Saturday. Yeah. I made a sad freaking Snapchat. It was just me playing it, and I had to pick the saddest song I could think of. So I put Adele's "Hello" and just put when the caption when you can't, but when you can't play it until the next day. Yeah, bees like that. Don't say, oh my god! The Fortnite, then the Fortnite tweens kept saying that when I was when I went to go see us. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like that. I'm like y'all just learned to jerk off two days ago. Like shut. <laughs> Man, don't leave the Fortnite kids alone. They'll Fuck li- them, fucking kids. <laughs> they'll they'll they're living their best lives right now. Don't you use my damn song against me? <laughs> living their best lives. Okay. Document that. Yeah. A song that you quote unquote hated. I mean, I don't hate the song. In fact, I don't. I don't really hate the person who sings it. But uh, I think he's pro- I think he's problematic. But that's about that's as far as I'll go. You had a moment where you had you had a moment where you felt that song, didn't you? I did. I'm just a- I'm asking you if you did. Probably. I don't know. You just like something real good was happening to you, and then you just the song just came on, and you be like, you know what? This shit ain't bad. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Smile, bitch. And you're like, you know what? I will. <laughs> so uh, then also, I actually got to finish the um, Captain America and Black Panther Flags of Our Fathers oh. trade. You actually would love this one. Uh, it's okay. written by uh, Reginald Hudlin, who is the uh, defender. I said defender. Jesus Christ. The director of one of my all-time favorite movies, mm-hmm. Boomerang. Oh, okay. Please tell yes. me you even see. Please tell me you've seen Boomerang. I've seen, of course, I've seen. I have it in my collection. You better. I've seen it multiple Marcus. times. But I buy uh, Dennis Cowan, and it's a it's a World War II story that features the first time the first time meeting of a young Steve Rogers Rogers and Azuri, mm-hmm. which is T'Challa's grandfather. Okay, as the Black Panther. As the Black Panther, mm-hmm. also featured in the story is Nick Fury and his Hollow Commandos, and they're going against the Red Skull and um, Baron Strucker. Mm. Very like interesting, and it explains how Captain America got the vibranium for his shield. 
Oh. How he how like Captain America's current shield came to be. Okay. I like that. Show the people the, the oh, cover. Oh, yeah. It's right here. Boom. Okay. So that's a trade paperback. Just yeah. came out? Yep. Four issues. It probably has. I'm sure they do have single issues. Only four. Yeah. One through four. And it also comes with Rise of the Black Panther Volume 1. Uh, Rise of the Black Panther actually follows this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. It follows this because it tells the story of T'Chaka passing on the mantle to actually Sian, mm-hmm. which is T'Chaka's brother. Okay. He was a Black Panther at one, at one point until T'Challa grew up and then challenged him for the throne. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check that yeah. out. Yeah, and Rise of the Black Panther actually talks about T'Challa's birth mother. Mm-hmm. The, I think her name is Niami. Yeah, I think so. Sounds about right. Yeah, but then it shows how Niami passed away and then how Queen Ramonda came to be. Okay. Yeah, you know, she's not, uh, she's not Wakanda. I'm, I'm, do you plan on reading it? Uh, I know that Ramonda's not his real mother. Yeah, she's not, she's not even Wakandan. Oh, that's right. She's actually from South Africa. She was a, she was a, um, yeah, she was a traveler. Mm-hmm. And then T'Challa got lost. She found her, and she's like, I just can't leave this child. Mm. And then, of course, Ramonda and T'Chaka end up falling in love, and then she already came, you know, rest is history. Mm. Yes. But Flags of Our Fathers, for those Black Panther fans, I would definitely, I definitely recommend this to, recommend this to you. So you can get a little more history of um, just the Black Panther, the Black Panther lineage. Yeah. Okay. Is that an appropriate word? Or ancestry. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to pay. Was it how much it costs? <laughs> Ancestry.com. Yeah. Oh, right. corny dad joke. But go <laughs> But yeah. Um. Other than that, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Other than our uh, main, other than our, our main topics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the hell you been? Well, no, you did. What you been up to? Oh yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah, I had some thoughts about the uh, new. Joker trailer that, that just came dropped out today. Yeah, first of all, what's up, Amani? Watching. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the chat. Yeah, so the new Joker trailer just came out. Um, it's the new movie starring Joaquin Phoenix. Um, directed by Todd Phillips, uh, produced by Martin Scorsese, coming out October of this year. Um, very interesting. I'm intrigued by this take. Uh. There's you could tell that the Martin Scorsese influence is palpable in this move in this Joker movie. Um, I'm getting strong vibes from uh, the king of the king of comedy and Taxi Driver. It's like it's like both films combined to make the Joker as as its offspring. And man, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how they take this uh, character. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix he just basically plays some failed um, aspiring comedian. Who who becomes slowly insane and unhinged as the days go on. Um, the film takes place in the early '80s, and uh, let's see, it stars Zazie Beetz. Uh, she's in it. She plays his uh, love interest. Robert De Niro's in it, which is a which is like a, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, like a, a good shout out to the King of Comedy, one of Scorsese's most well known films, where Robert De Niro played a creepy uh, stand up comedian on the come up. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I like the I like the fact that DC they're doing like standalone stories. They're not concentrating on like building this whole big universe. They want to concentrate on like smaller filmmaker driven stories that take interesting takes on these characters that we that we're so familiar with. So 
hey, man, I'm looking forward to seeing what Joaquin Phoenix brings to the table. And I he's mean, definitely going to be better than um, Jared Leto. I was going to say, I'm like, you say Heath Ledger. I'm just going to flat out. I'm just going to flat out punch you. Oh, Heath Ledger is the, the GOAT of Joker performances. You can't top that. Jack Nicholson? Nicholson's close. I'd say he's, he's, a, he's a number two there. Mm, they, they're, they're tied for me. Tied, okay. I I can't I can't I, I know everybody hates him when I'm on the fence. Stop fencing, Carl. <laughs> but I just I, I can't let I have to put him neck and neck because remember, first of all, Batman was the first movie that I ever saw in the theaters. Oh wow, that was the first time I've ever been in a movie theater was to see Batman. Yeah, Batman 80, 89. Yeah, yep. And then you know Heath Ledger's performance where everybody slept on. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, Heath Ledger is the Joker!" Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Then he showed improved. Yeah, he shut everybody up. He shut us all up. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think of the new Joker trailer? Um, I wasn't Fifth Agreement. Okay. Fifth Agreement's there. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely gonna check out the 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 way that his makeup is done. I just, I just, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not sold on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, chase the ghost of Heath Ledger's past, but to me, it just doesn't look like the Joker. It just looks like an idiot clown <laughs> Maybe. trying to be the Joker. I mean, I kind of hit. Let me guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe the clown makeup would evolve if huh. there's possible. Sequels. Well, I, I think this is going to be like the standalone film. There's going to be no sequels. No, so I'm not sold on it. I'm not so the the yeah. But I mean, the music that they chose for the for the trailers mm-hmm. for both of them actually. Well, yeah. that the first one wasn't really a trailer. It wasn't a trailer. It was like uh, some test footage. Yeah. Um. It were yeah. I mean, I like what they. I like the choice, but I just I'm. I'm just not quite sold. Okay. okay Looking go. forward to it because I think Joaquin Phoenix can play some sick, sadistic fuck. Oh, yeah. He certainly can. So it's like, okay, maybe he can add like his phone Joker flair to it. Not try to be Heath Ledger, not try to be Jack, but be a Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yeah. Whereas like Jared Leto tried to be Heath Ledger, yeah. but looked absolutely stupid. Yeah. Damage tattoo on his forehead and all and the grills and stuff like okay yeah you yeah. want to be your own identity but you just don't look stupid yeah don't try so hard yeah yeah, yeah that's what I got so I okay like I could see it like I could see like I could have saw like Joaquin Phoenix going up against um Ben Affleck's Joker I mean Ben Affleck's Batman mm. since they're older yeah. Like I seem they it seems like they could be they would be like better meshed. Yeah. Like a better evenly matched, I would say. Yeah, that would be that would be a cool team up. Uh well, if 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 uh if Ben Affleck's Batman was handled by a different director because Zack Snyder doesn't know or understand these characters, because Batman kills people in Zack Snyder's world. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, uh I, yeah, fifth agreement be skeptical, but listen. So I I mean it's a valid take. Um I think that like I said, is uh, if 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 Joker succeeds, then hopefully this will be the start of more standalone DC films that take it to really unique places. Get the suits out of there! Oh yeah, yes, yeah. The execs, 
the execs don't know what they're just, doing. Yeah, just let let the guy, let the comic book guys who show up in jeans, t-shirts, and sneakers mm-hmm. who actually know comics, who know these characters, let them do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. They gotta, you know, get get somebody, get some creative people who understand exactly. these characters. Like when I went to the Marvel, when I went to the we, when I went to the Marvel panel. Yeah, at New York Comic Con, everybody was just casual. Mm-hmm. Another, and I actually heard at like, DC panels, they're all wearing like suits and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, pro- how can you relate to your fans if you're just like wearing shit like that? Well, I might just bury the trailer tonight. Oh yeah. Oh, don't do. You that, know, pal. I'm gonna say my burial of the week real quick. I wish I could just call in UWO. <laughs> oh my god, Corey Graves in that goddamn haircut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Corey Gra- how Corey Graves looked on Smack this week's episode of SmackDown. So whoever t- whoever told him that he looked good, they lied to his face and they're not his friend. I'm okay with that because that made great me. That made great captions. Because shout out to Wrestle Fantasy Welfare. I found the perfect picture. Just posted it. I'm like, yo, let's roast. And oh my God, yes, we did. Mm. Yes, we did. I had to read some of them. I was like, one of them was saying, um, when you work at Abercrombie and Fitch, but hot topic is life. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Oops. hold on, I'm actually pulling it up right now. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was, it was like it was like Corey Graves was trying to cosplay as his version of the Joker, just didn't put on the white face paint. I don't even know what the hell he was doing. Yeah, I mean, he had the, like this really weird, funny-looking red velvet suit jacket. And his haircut looked looked like he was trying to channel John Cena's current hairstyle, which is awful. Yeah, and and, and he had this he had the you know the typical Corey Graves smug look on his face where he's just leading in front of the camera like, yeah, I know I look good. Yeah, ladies, call me. Swipe right. <laughs> when you're at work, but you still got to do it for the gram. Mm-hmm. I put the the Dos Equis, uh logo on it and sp- and put "Stay Thirsty, My Friends." Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I even says, even if it means cheating on your wife. Oh, oh yeah, we took some lobos. Um, I'm an old man that loves all women. Oh, <laughs> Gabe Jackson goes, "Hello, would you like to try some fragrances by Coco Chanel?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Brian Lucier said that he looked like an a old '80s game show host. Yeah, he did say that one. The face you make. Well, wait, that one's too lewd for your taste. <laughs> If you if you happen to got to see the Divas news, so can I in this robe. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was just a grand old time. I urge you to join Wrestling Fantasy Warfare and just look for that man because that was fun. That was a that was a time. That was a great time. Yeah, Corey Graves, man. Yeah, first Corey Graves, and then well, first Bray Wyatt, then Corey Graves. This is all these wrestlers like cheating on their. Their wives and their families. Man, that has been going on. Did oh. you read Bret Hart's book? Oh, I read Bret Hart's book, but I mean, I know it's been going on forever. But still, it, it obviously it doesn't make it right or justifiable. Oh yeah, of course. But it was just kind of the culture, like just you know, it, it happens. It happens. Some people there are some lucky ones who do like stay faithful. For instance, this problem, this one will probably surprise you. But ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, I heard he was actually a strong Christian in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Mike, okay. 
Actually, never took off his wedding ring. Really? Wrestled with it, wrestled in his wedding ring. Oh, wow. He always just kept it covered. Dang. Yeah, he was one of the all-time great heels. Gone Kyle says Ja'Cory Green's haircut is better than the Joker trailer. Sir. <laughs> Sir, Kyle, you shut your face. You do not know what you speak. Wow. That, no, that, that wow. that's that's straight haterism right there. <laughs> wow. But then again, I expect nothing less from the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I I will say though, Corey Graves' haircut and suit jacket looks way better than the Carolina Panthers. Boom. You know you're gonna go in. You may just get buried over the week. I've been buried. Has he? Have you been buried? Not quite. You never got buried of the week? No, I don't think so. Kyle. That's all I need. That's, all, that's the perfect response. Kyle. He's never been buried. In fact, Corey Graves' suit jacket and crappy hairstyle okay. is what Cam Newton wishes he looked like. And that's all I'll say. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Gee, you're really out there. Now, now you're just reaching. I know. Now you're just reaching. Hey, he was reaching with the, with the. He no. He <laughs> simply stated his opinion he... of the Joker trailer. Oh, oh okay. Look, I'm I'm just reading this comment. He said Kyle says that Batman versus Superman might be better than the Joker trailer, sir. Sir, ha- have a stadium full of seats, sir. Wow. Wow. Somebody's really up to wow. He got you. He got to you. No, it's it's just it's just you know, you know he didn't get to me per se. It's just do you hear the way you're flipping out? No, it, it, it's just you know when you make statements so ridiculous, it just it just takes you aback, and it's like th- th- this cannot stand. It's right when you know, you know when you get mad when people tell the truth about that nasty ass pineapple pizza. Pineapple pizza is delicious, and I don't care what anybody says. You go, girl. <laughs> you really you should have saw your stance. Pineapple pizza. <laughs> yeah, snap to the north and the south. Speaking of which, isn't isn't your show coming back? Oh pose. Pose, yeah. Wow, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is coming back. Um, I think it's coming back this summer, probably in June. I don't think any uh new I don't think an official date has been announced yet, but season two is coming down the pike. Oh my God. Yo, if you haven't seen Pose on FX, please, please, please take some time to watch season one of Pose. Judges, what are your scores for the show? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Yes, I love it. Oh, Jar Jar Banks documentary has more potential. Moving on to. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to some other other things. What do you want to uh, get to? Um, I wanted to get into some uh, predictions. Yes, uh, we yeah. actually uh, we we have a little predictions war going on, a little uh, costume, a little uh, bet that we have going on with our UWO brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, whoever get the most, whichever podcast gets the most predictions right, right, loser buys the beers for next week's show, which will be. Uh, which will be a joint podcast with the UWO and us as well. You right there? Yeah. Just getting over a cold. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Get your flu shot? Yeah. Really? I don't get flu shots. <laughs> no. 
I mean, oh, I thought you, oh, I thought I said, oh, like, did I think of getting? Oh, I didn't get a flu shot, no. I know, I never do. No, nah. never. I got a phobia of needles. Oh, really? Oh my god, it's awful. Wow. How about the tattoos, though? I was a complete bitch when I got them. I, oh man, I wish there was footage for that. I'm glad there isn't. <laughs> oh man, I love your hair, the guy in black. Why? Thank you, sir or ma'am. Music, Music mafia. mafia. <laughs> yes. What hair though? <laughs> Listen, hey, I, I I do what it does. But yes, uh, yes, uh, predictions. I Blaine um, Edwards. <laughs> Oh man, two snaps up. But yes, uh, yes, the uh, the loser, aka the person with the most wrong predictions for wrestle for the wrestling weekend, NXT Takeover, G1 Supercard, and WrestleMania 35, will have to buy the beers for next week's episode, as you said. Um, um hmm. You said that what what kind of beer do the does a UWO prefer? They're more corona drinkers. Okay. I'm a blue moon guy casually, but then I kind of like stretch out to other ones. Like I do love Allagash, um, UFO, Harpoons, mm-hmm. Sam Adams. You usually can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Sad. Sam Adams is pretty cool. Um, I'll, I'll try to find some upscale gourmet beers out there. Uh, but yes, uh, NXT. First of all, we're not going to lose. Of course not. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yes, uh, NXT Takeover New York. Uh, you start with that? Yep, uh, pr- which will be taking place Friday, April fifth, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Um, yes, yes, Kyle Bald Bald is the new fro. I absolutely agree. Uh, pr- predictions. Uh, first off, I've got the War Raiders. Uh, they will defeat Aleister Black and Ricochet to retain the NXT Tag Team titles. No, maybe I should write these shits down myself. Yeah. Just so I can keep up. All right, hold on. Okay. All right. Yep. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, the NXT Tag Team uh, Championships, War Raiders, they will retain over Aleister Black and Ricochet. Uh, this match will serve as the formal send-off for Aleister Black and Ricochet, as they will uh, officially be part uh, of the main roster. Yes, it is a demotion uh, to Raw and SmackDown. But, you know, people can't stay in NXT forever. Well, most people. War Raiders... Yep. Oh, uh, Kyle says that he'll, cre- he'll keep track, so no worries. Oh, okay, work. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, sometimes I can't read my own handwriting. Yeah, I read, I write fast. Yep. Uh, next prediction: Walter will end Pete Dunne's near two-year reign as WWE UK champion. That's mine. Uh, rest in peace to the Bruiserweight's chest. Chest. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh. When I hit that, that's gonna be what? It's gonna be in Bar. Oh my god, it's gonna be in the back of Barclays. You'll be able to hear that. Yeah, like if you haven't seen Walter's chops, YouTube that. Oh my god, yo! I hope yo Pete Dunn should call up D'Lo Brown, borrow his chest protector, yeah, and he'll be straight. Even then, he might chop that shit off. <laughs> but yeah, um, Pete Dunn near two year reign. He won the uh, UK Championship back in May 2017 in his match against Tyler Bate, and which was my favorite match of the year at the time. So yeah, at this point, Walter's going to be the new champion. Uh, next one. Uh, Johnny Gargano will finally reach the peak of the mountain. He will defeat Adam Cole for the vacant NXT championship. I'm going for Adam Cole on this one. Oh, really? 
Yes. Got to build a going to build a new rivalry now that Champ is gone. And I honestly see Adam. I see undisputed era rocking all the belts. Yeah, that will be a really cool visual. Um, but I will say though, um, if if Gargano wins uh, this Friday, this will make Johnny Wrestling NXT's first ever Grand Slam champion. Yeah, he would have all the belts. Yeah, the he was a tag team champion with Champa and DIY. He was the North American champion, and if he wins the NXT championship, first ever Grand Slam winner. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot riding on that. Oh yeah, and and Adam Cole is a bona fide main eventer. So. Yeah. Uh, next match, uh, Matt Riddle. He's gonna take Velveteen Dream's NXT North American Championship. Dream. Are you going for Dream? I'm going for Dream. I mean, I, 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 part of me wants to go for Dream, but I think because Matt Riddle, he's been on, he's been has an undefeated streak, momentum's riding high on him. I think seeing Velveteen Dream with the championship, we've gotten that cool visual. I think, I think Dream's gonna give him hell. It's gonna be a hell of a match. Might be one of the biggest matches of the night. Uh, I think Matt Riddle's gonna take it. With in the bro mission, um, maybe this will launch Velveteen Dream to the next level. Maybe he'll go after the NXT Championship. Who knows? Yeah, I said Dream just won it. He just won it. Yeah, I, like that. That was part of the reason why I was thinking maybe the Dream. But then again, if you think about it, Johnny Gargano had a short reign too yeah, as, so. as champion. And lastly, the uh, NXT Women's Championship. My prediction is that Io Shirai will become the new Women's Champion of NXT. Bianca Belair. Are you going for Bianca Belair? Yeah, they do. There's too much going on with Sky Pirates, so they they want to sell that ship too. They want to sell that. Oh yeah, have them challenge for the tag team championship. Yeah, at least go for that. So like, I'm going for Bianca on this one, and then Basil end up ends up getting called up. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, Baszler will get called down to the main roster. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, and Kyrie is saying she's won it before, and I, and I still think Belair she still needs more experience at this time before winning the gold. You know, mm. but but she's but she's a talented and gifted athlete. Though. Yeah, I think she can. I think she can talk. Yeah, but hey, I wouldn't mind if uh, if Belair wins it, but I think I think Shariah should take it. So those so those are our predictions for Takeover New York. Um, let me see. Uh, Leagues worse than players. Chops. Oh, they are. They're commenting on um, oh, oh. Walter's chops. Oh yeah, the impact. Because I can imagine how loud you will be able to hear them joints, especially if you're on YouTube looking at your phone and you just happen to be listening to them on a pair of studio headphones. Yeah, good segue. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. Just hearing just the echoes on your nice. High quality, studio quality, affordable, and fashionable headphones that you can just get by going to studio.com and using the promo code Codex Podcast to get 15% off. And on top of that, you get free shipping in the USA. Ooh, I don't know how I went off, but. That was a that's a good segue. Uh, I I was like he's gonna get mad because I'm gonna interrupt him, but it's we're getting to that time, and I'm like we gotta plug this in. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, man. But yeah, so those are NXT Takeover New York. Uh, next one is uh the G1 Supercard. Okay. Saturday, April sixth at Madison Square Garden. And a fun fact, this is the first professional wrestling event at MSG by a promotion not owned by the McMahon family since November 14th, 1960. So it's been 59 years since we've seen a non-WWE event 
in at MSG. Damn, we could have gotten even sixty. I could have waited. Yeah, but but yo, this interrupted uh, my Hall of Fame, which is always my favorite part. Yeah, but Hall of Fame, they, they really got to cut down on those speeches, though, man. I love the stories. Yeah, I, I really do. I always that's why I love listening to the documentaries. Like, I can't wait for that Viceland series to come out. Mm-hmm. Like wrestling in the dark. Uh, the dark side of wrestling, yeah, and it just tells the stories about like Macho Man, Macho Man, and Elizabeth. I know mm-hmm. Bruiser Brody has an episode. I think those are the only two that they released that they have. But um, yeah, I need to. I would love to see that somehow. I wonder if Viceland has like a streaming service or something mm-hmm. that I can watch because I need to watch those series. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm weird like that. I I gravitate to like a lot of the sad stories of wrestling. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a whole lot of them. I can't, I can't let go of the Benoit story. Yeah, and I don't know. Whenever I'm just bored or whatever, I watch Triumph and Tragedy of World Class Championship Wrestling. Damn, I don't know what it is about that Von Erich story, but it's just I don't know. I just gravitate to it. Mm. Shout out to Ross Von Erich. We were, we're like, we were friends in like the Facebook and the MySpace days and stuff. <laughs> oh, cool. But yeah, man, uh, the G1 Supercard is a joint event by Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, let's see. This was a little hard to predict for me, but here are my predictions. Um, the first one is the winner-takes-all match. Uh, Will Ospreay, the never-openweight champion, versus Jeff Cobb, the ROH World Television Champion. I'm uh, taking Will Ospreay on that one. Yeah. I'm going for Will Ospreay. He's going to take both belts, so he's going to retain the Never Open Weight and win the ROH World TV title. Um, I've seen a few matches with Jeff Cobb, and he's a hell of a talent. Yeah. And and Will Ospreay is definitely the future. Uh, next match, um, I predict that Dalton Castle will defeat Rush. That's my pick. Yep. Uh, for the next match for the Ring of Honor Women of Honor Championship, I think Kelly Klein. Is gonna t- win it back from Mayu Iwatani. That's what I'm going for. Mayu Iwatani. Are you going for her, Mayu to win? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next match, New York City Street Fight. I think Juice Robinson is gonna get the upset over Bully Ray. I'm go- I'm taking Juice. Yep. The juice is loose. Um, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship Triple Threat. I think Taiji Ishimori is gonna retain. Against- Dragon Lee. Okay, so you got Dragon Lee. So it's going to be Dragon Lee uh, and Bandito versus T- 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 Taiji Ishimori. I think Ishimori is going to going to win, but you you say Dragon Lee? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next match is for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Um, I'm going with Evil and Sonata. Villain Enterprises. I was thinking of Villain Enterprises, but you know what? I I think Evil and Sonata should should get it. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with them because from what I hear, Sonata's been getting some really good momentum in New Japan. So I think that this might take him and Evil to the to the titles. So they're gonna fight a uh, Gorillas of Destiny, the current uh, IWGP Tag Champions, uh, Villain Enterprises, and the Briscoes. Uh, next match for the British Heavyweight Championship, I think Hiroshi Tanahashi is gonna be Zack Saber Jr. I'm going for Zack Saber Jr. on that one. Mm. It's gonna be a hell of a match, though. Um, next match for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. I'm going with Kota Ibushi over. Me too. Naito. I think I would probably. It's probably safe to say that now that Kenny's gone, uh, Kota is my favorite uh, New Japan wrestler. Yeah, Kota Kota Ibushi is one of the very best in the world, and Tetsuya Naito, who's the current uh, Intercontinental Champion, is a remarkable talent too. So, this this might be the match of the night. I mean, if if, if it's any yeah. if it's any indication, but I think Kota Ibushi is going to win. Uh, next match for the ROH World Title. 
Um, you got uh, the current champion Jay Lethal versus Marty Skrull versus uh, Dalton Castle. Jay Lethal retains. Um, Wait, Dalton Castle's fighting twice? Oh, I, I must have gotten it wrong. Um, who is... Actually, let me let me let me look up the super card. I actually typed in Dalton Castle's name twice, so I might I might have I might have made a mistake there, people. Um, right, Lucio probably like, <laughs> yeah. So he'll probably uh, beat you to it. Yeah. So if someone can uh, 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 post in the comments who is going to be the third com- uh, competitor in that match, as I pull it up on Wikipedia, that would be most helpful. Okay, matches, and my phone crapped out on me. Okay, cool. All right, let me see what I can get. <laughs> but um. I'm actually going to go with uh, Marty Skrull to win the ROH world title. Because, uh, you know, um, okay, so, yep, he did it. Uh, Brian Lucia says, Lethal versus Skrull versus Taven. Boom! Matt Taven. See, and I called it, too. I knew yeah. Brian was going to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Marty Skrull's going to win it. Because I, I know he's gotten, he's he's ridiculously, well, not ridiculously, but he's very popular among indie, indie wrestling fans. Um, he's gotten such great notoriety. Jay Lethal. Skrull's not taking it. Now I, AEW's going on and stuff. Oh, that's right. He is signing with AEW, right? Yeah. yeah. That is true. Maybe maybe he'll have like a short run. I don't know. But may, I, I would not be mad if Jay Lethal retains because Jay Lethal is, again, one of the very best in the world. Yeah. And if Jay Lethal is listening to our podcast, one, thank you very much. And two, stay the hell away from the WWE machine because they will not use you properly. <laughs> And last but not least, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Okada. Yep, um, my pick exactly. Yeah, um, Okada versus. Don't do it for me. You know, like Jay White, uh, the current uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship champion. Like on the one hand, I understand that IWGP I, uh, New Japan needs to build up brand new stars since the elite left Omega yeah. and the Young Bucks. But I'm with you, man. Like Jay Lethal. I mean, not Jay Lee, but Jay White doesn't do anything just, for me either. Jerry Crow just ain't quite. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't curl quite right. Yeah, it's like it's like he's got the he's got the ability, he's got the in ring skill, but the charisma it's not quite there. It's not quite. It, it, I, I I like in uh, Jay White to uh, uh, baked unseasoned chicken. It's just plain, no flavor. Maybe salt and pepper is like as far as you'd go, but then that's about it. Whereas Okada, he's like the the prime ribs, seasoned, sautéed, roasted, like boom, experience right there. Ain't you vegan? I'm not vegan. Uh, I'll say fifty percent vegan because I I try to I try to stay away from a lot of red meats as much as I can. Get you a steak and be happy. <laughs> nah, medium well. Medium. Ew. If if there's if there's red on the meat, I will not eat. That's what she said. <laughs> no, nah, you set it up. You set it up. I had to knock it down. But honestly, it's really not. You won't even taste it. It pretty much tastes like it's well done. Okay. All right. Well, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, but Brian Lucier says that um, he thinks that Jay White will win only because they just started with the title on him. Okay, that's 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 also a, a interesting point too. Um, but I think that Okada, since he, I think he won the, I think he won the. There was a tournament recently. Was it the G One World Cup or something like that? Beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, I know Okada just won that. So I think I think it would be anti anticlimactic climactic if Okada didn't win. 
the the title back, but so that's why I'm going with Okada. Um, so yeah, that's the G1 Supercard predictions. And last but not least, the eight-hour work shift known as WrestleMania 35. I here's my prediction. It's gonna start at five, of course, but it's gonna pre-show, end at so. the pre-show. It's gonna end at 1 a.m. It's gonna be the longest WrestleMania on record. Now that's a prediction that's guaranteed, in my opinion. But yeah, forty hour flow rider performance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that as a rumor, but they didn't like confirm it yet or anything. So, oh man, and he already did. He hasn't really done a song for any song. I thought that. I think it's just a. Well, Flo, <laughs> well, Flo rider did a WrestleMania twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle says, Jay White, Hawaiian police pizza, Okada, Chicago deep dish. Okay, I agree with you on the Chicago deep dish, but. I know what you mean when you call Jay White Hawaiian pizza, but Hawaiian pizza is good, so you know I'm gonna take it as that. You sir, like 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 Jay White is good, but Okada is better. I'll, I'll go with that. This special place in hell for you. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, it's gonna be nice and toasty. Sure, it is. <laughs> let's get let's run through these. Uh... Let's run through these uh, WrestleMania 35 predictions. Yes. Um, first, you you got the main event uh, for the uh, for the first time ever. The women are main eventing WrestleMania, closing out backwards. the show. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so you got Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Winner takes all, both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. I'm going with Becky Lynch. Becky. Yeah. It's it's the it's the only call to make in this match if ronda rousey wins it would make no sense um if charlotte wins people will boo her the hell out of the metlife stadium myself included um becky lynch needs to win after all the stuff that she's gone through in her storyline i'll i also predict that the that the show will end with a big photo op with all the four horsemen women in the ring they're raising all their titles they're crying hashtag- but it's when it's call, so it's like yeah, I, I, but you know Charlotte's gonna still be in there, you know, you know, gritting somehow, and then all of a sudden, like you know, hashtag her story, not history, and then you know, it's like, oh, we're, we're we made history, pat ourselves on the back like Barry Horowitz, because that's what WWE likes to do, instead of letting the moment speak for themselves. But anyway, but yeah, you're going with Becky Lynch too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yes, uh, and Brian Lucia says that sounds like a mania this year. You have a lot of bathroom break matches. Well, Maybe, but we'll see. But let's run down the card. So yeah, Becky Lynch, uh, next match for the WWE Championship, Kofi Mania. This has to happen. Yes. Has to happen. Arms in the air, giving Goku my energy. Yes. It's happening. Yes, Kofi Kingston will be the first ever African-born WWE Champion and the first ever 100% black champion and the second black champion overall because you know you still got to count the rock even though the rock might not want to be black except when it's convenient for him he no he had that tweet where he's like listen i claim both mm-hmm. that that's pretty much what he said in a nutshell yeah okay yeah i mean i mean i i i saw that tweet too i mean i'm just you know kind of trying to kind of stir in the pot a little but yeah man i i think it's a damn shame that all these years like we're, only, we're, we're we might get our only second the black WWE world champion and, and and no people I don't care what anybody says the 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 big gold belt that met that was the top title in WCW in WWE the big gold belt was an upper mid card level belt and there's, nothing more there's been two latino world champions 
True. Pedro Morales and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. I mean, so that's something. Um, we still haven't had an Asian-born champion. Well, unless you count Batista, who's half Filipino. Yeah, but WWE still has a lot to go through. But yeah, Kofi Mania is the only thing. Just like mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, the only, only way. It's the only yeah. way to go. Yep. Uh, next match for the WWE Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I'm going with Brock. You're going with Brock? Because... After listening to Talk is Jericho, a lot of it, it, it um that influenced my um picks. Mm-hmm. Knowing the way Vince McMahon books, he's not gonna have three world type world championships change hands in one night. Yeah, he's like, damn it, I can't let the fans go home happy. Gotta get you gotta get the swerve, bro. And then not to mention Brock Mates and then signed a new deal, and I think he's already booked for the uh Saudi Arabia show coming up. Oh uh, yeah. Damn it. You know what? At this point, they might as well call that universal title the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship and create a new new title for Raw because it's a damn shame. It's just part of Brock's ring gear. It, it really is. <laughs> it's his belt buckle. It's holding up his shorts. <laughs> um, oh, real quick, Brian's uh, chimed in. He says that, uh, let me ask you this. Between the big three events this year, is Mania going to be at the bottom of, th- of the three? Yes. Yes. And you know what? That will include Raw after Mania. It's going to be below that. But um, Raw after me, the crowd's gonna make it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Watch, it's gonna be mad beach balls. <laughs> they're gonna be nah. Well, they checked the doors in, so it's like somebody may get away with one. Yeah, maybe. I say what you do is just like you just fold it in as tightly as you can. Just mm-hmm. wear it in your shoe. They're not gonna make you take off your shoes. Yeah, and ladies, you know. Yeah. You know, be- you use them bra cups or something. Yeah. You know, going with the pregnant belly, then take it out, the beach ball, boom, there you go. Oh, no, you got to just go and deflate it. Oh, yeah. Deflate, you know, like a Patriots football. (laughs) Boom. Um, Next match, um, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. I'm going with Tony Nese. Buddy Murphy. You think Buddy Murphy's still there? I don't think Tony Nese just has that, like, charisma yet just to, like, be the guy. I still think this still should be Mustafa Ali if we didn't want to take it off him. But yeah, um, yeah, I gotta go. I'm gonna go with Buddy on this one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I say Nice because you know I think it's Buddy Murphy's had a pretty lengthy run, so I think it would make sense to have a new champion. Um, next match, uh, Triple H is going over Batista. Yeah, he's got to get his win. Yeah, give me what I want. I'm gonna tell you what I want. <laughs> but um, also um. One thing, now that Guardians 3 is back on, mm-hmm. Batista's going to be busy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. So what's the point of like continuing the program if he's going to think? And it, yeah, it should be like a one and done thing. So Yeah. Uh, and I heard that Triple H just signed like a new like performance, con- performance contract. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to like, yeah, he's going to wrestle till he's like well in his 50s. But um, mm-hmm. he said that if he's going to retire... It's going to be somebody that he's putting over in from NXT. Yeah. But because NXT is his baby, he's got, he'd rather put somebody from there over. Okay. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, that'll be a huge win, though, for somebody. Uh, I have two predictions for this next match. One, Kurt Angle beats Baron Corbin. Two, it will be the worst match of the night. I go over, I'm, I'm going for Angle because mm-hmm. everybody's mad. Yeah, I'm I'm a little annoyed too. Should have been John Cena. That's money right there. But we still don't know what Cena is gonna do. That's true. 
might might you know give him the f5 then it's like here's a real match you mean the attitude adjustment yeah oh yeah yeah f (laughs) you uh next match um i say shane mcmahon beats the miz uh who would i pick no i think miz is gonna get get his little get a little happy ending out of his Mm. yeah yeah I, i think shane's gonna be the heel though he's gonna be the he- rare heel that goes over the baby face. Uh, next match, AJ Styles is going to beat Orton. Uh, I'll be going back and forth. My notes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next match, uh, Samoa Joe is going to retain the U.S. title against Rey Mysterio. That's what I got. Yep. Uh, next match for the Intercontinental Championship, Finn Balor, the, the Demon. Is Demon's gonna- never lost. No, Demon's never lost. He's going to beat Bobby Lashley's ass. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, next match, Roman Reigns has beaten Drew McIntyre. That could actually, I, yeah, I, I have that one too, but I think I'll actually be happy with if that goes either way. Yeah. Yeah, because it would be a big boost for, for McIntyre. And, a much deserved boost. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Reigns, you know, he 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 gains or loses nothing if he loses the match, really. Yeah, yeah. just came back from fighting leukemia. True. Like, just the simple fact of being there alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's is a, is a victory in itself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next match, the uh, botch and hug. Con- I mean, the boss and hug connection. <laughs> that's who I got to. Um, just for just in case that they decide to do that final photo op. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. Yep, so they're going to retain the WWE Women's Tag Team titles over the Divas of Doom, the Iconics. That was awful. Yep, <laughs> and the Samoan Botch Dozers. Oh, God, I watched SmackDown last night, and I'm just like, where's the remote? And I listened to the, I listened to the Iconics. Yeah. Mm. Painful, huh? Oh, God, it was awful. Yeah. But Anaya Jack's match is even worse. No, it's not. Um, She's the big show of this place. She's not going to be this extravagant technical wrestler. I'm not She's saying she should. She's big show of the, the... I told you who was instrumental in bringing Big Show in, right? Uh, No, who? But I was listening to um thing, um Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. It was one of the archives. Mm-hmm. And it was um WrestleMania 15. I also listened to the WrestleMania 19 one, which is actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They talked about the whole botched student star press. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Bushwhack and Luke helped bring Big Show into the WWE. Wow, that is random. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That hmm. is interesting. Want to raise her? It might be replaced. Oh yeah, I heard that he has like a some kind of I think a knee injury or something. Andrade. Oh, that would be a dope. Andrade. Cien Almas. The, Domin- the Broad Street Dominican. But he's Mexican, though. Yeah, I know, but he just looks like a Broad Street Dominican. He kind of does actually. <laughs> Him and Rusev can pass for a Puerto Rican. Rusev? Yeah, I can see it. Like I watched his day. I watched his um photo shoot on the network, and I'm just like, yo, I swear I look like I went to school with that guy. <laughs> like he's just grown, and you know, he's at my high school reunion with his cut, and I'm just like, yo, he looks like he looks Puerto Rican. Oh wow. <laughs> And then uh, three more matches here. SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Nakamura and Rusev. That's what I'm thinking, too, because it's like yeah. they got to do something with them. And I think they're starting. It looks like they are investing some type of money into them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And plus, it gives them both something to do. Do. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to beat the Usos, the Bar, and Black and Ricochet. Um, 
two more matches, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, I don't have a prediction for that, but I will say that the winner will have gained absolutely nothing, nothing. just like past winners. That's a guarantee, not just a prediction. Yeah, so I chose Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Apollo Crews. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. You know, because you know, for me, it makes no difference who wins. It pretty much does. And the next one, the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Um, Oscar. You think Oscar? Thank you for doing that job against against Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that you have a good. That's point. A literally the only reason why. Yeah, I, I, I will say that the winner for this match will gain absolutely nothing ex- except a uterus-shaped trophy. <laughs> so, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm gonna go with Oscar on this one. Uh, actually. I was going to say Carmella, but you know what? I'm going to go with Asuka because you know what? Asuka oh my does... God, if Carmella wins it, I got to hear Corey Grace's commentary. I'm like, I will make the room. Shut up! Mm-hmm. Just listen to Car- listen to Corey and see what he says. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, so those are our predictions uh, for a wrestling weekend. So uh, yeah. Wrestling let... week. Or oh, wrestling. no, weekend. Right. Yeah. Jam-packed. Best, be- best speech at the Hall of Fame. Damn, I didn't really think about the Hall of Fame. Comedy wise, DX. Mm-hmm. Story wise, wait, wait, wait. Huh. so it's DX Hot Foundation. You know, story wise would probably be Halloween Heat. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Two brothers and stuff, and then they had a falling out. Didn't speak for years until he until Booker T got inducted. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they have their own wrestling school together, right? Yeah, reality of wrestling. Yep. Yeah. Fun fact: where I think Ember Moon was trained. Yeah. Nice. Ember Moon and the Ember Moon and the Usos. Oh, word. That's what's up. Yeah, Umaga brought the Usos up, mm-hmm. got them like started, but then they sent he sent them over to Booker T. Oh, word. Mm, indeed, that's what's up. So yeah, I saw our predictions right there, and uh, we're gonna get into uh, Love, Death, and Robots, uh, the Netflix anthology animated animated series created by Tim Miller, uh, the director of Deadpool fame one and two. And uh, did he direct part two? No, David Leach. David Leach did part two. Two. Tim yeah, Miller Tim did, Miller did the first one. Yeah, that's right. Um, this show was also produced by Tim Miller, uh, David Fincher, uh, Jennifer Miller, and Joshua Donnan. Um, this and and this show was uh, actually conceived as a reimagining of uh, David Fincher and uh, Tim Miller's would-be reboot of Heavy Metal. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a 1981 uh, adult anthology animated film. Uh, so yeah, so there were 18 episodes uh, in which uh, which um, and 18 beautifully animated episodes, rather. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, um, which which delve into the different themes of you know either love, certainly death. And sometimes robots. Um, most of them are, have a sci-fi bent to them. And, uh, you know, there are some episodes I liked more than others. Um, yeah, Carla, what, what, what did you think of the show as a whole? Overall, if you are definitely a fan of animation in itself, get watch it. You can really bang it out in one sitting. But yeah, I definitely, I would definitely like recommend, I would definitely recommend it. I enjoyed it all to get all together. 
um, like I said, just seeing many different um, animation styles, and he, and I noticed like each one was like different, was made from a different country. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. I have the uh, directors here for each one. Oh, there you go. You yep. did your Wikipedia research. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> <coughs> I would have too if I freaking remembered to bring my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, most of these episodes were written by one writer, uh, Philip uh, Philip Gillette. Oh, okay. Or at and uh, you know, I, I thought the show, I thought the the series as a whole was kind of average. Um, like in in terms of the storytelling, like like the animation was 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 absolutely like on like awe inspiring and impressive in in several of the episodes, but there were definitely uh, uh, some some episodes I enjoyed way more than others, and there were some that had some really icky elements to it. Which I'll, which we'll, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, see, how, how, so how do you want to do this? You want to go with like uh, just go right in order, just right in order. We do. Right in order. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me see. So the first episode. So uh, by the episode order. Yeah. Okay. So the first episode was the. Uh, let me see. What was that? Sunny's called? Edge. Sunny's Edge. Um, that was the that was one where it was about a a girl versus this this woman who has been you know beat to hell. You know life life is dealt her a cruel hand and she challenges this other dude in a, in a monster fight in which they telepathically control these big beasts. Yeah. I can honestly see that. First of all, it makes me think of that. Um, What's the old toy? It makes me, it made me think of the rock of sock and robots. Yeah. Like that concept. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can, that's something I, I can actually see like as like an ongoing, like animated series. Hmm. Yeah, like the concept. Yeah, you can if you've like followed those characters a, a bit more. Yeah, and I honestly, that's how I thought. I thought this whole thing would be about that. It was just called be called love, sex, robots. I'm like, all right, these are just the robots, and um, it actually had a pretty strong plot into it. Yeah, like 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 uh, like uh, some uh, some rich dude asked uh, the main girl Sunny to kind of to take the dive in her in her match, and but she refused. Yeah. And and the way those monsters were detailed and animated, and how they were cutting into each other, yeah, it was like very sharp. Like you definitely like sink it. It's one of the. It's a great. It's great at for the first episode because that's what. It's one you need that episode to draw you in. Yeah, and that's what it did for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, and especially the the quality of the animation, which was like oh uh, yeah, three uh, D CG like near photorealistic. Although like like the the scene after the match. You know where where that woman appears out of out of nowhere, and they're like the sed- lesbian sex scene. Yeah, the the like the lesbian sex scene where they're seducing each other. Like that that came out of left field. I was watching it. I'm like, okay, like like where does what is motivating what is motivating this? And like the way the way it came off was like pretty leery. Like you could tell that a guy wrote this. Like, <laughs> Like oh yeah oh, yeah Philip Philip Gillette like you could tell a guy wrote this because it was like really leery and had no context and it was just like huh so we had so we had it was like I said okay we had the blood we had the guts now we need the tits okay this is where I'm gonna write the tits in and that's what it came off as and then it got really gory like gratuitously and I was like huh hmm all right well that 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 happened. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I, I thought that was kind of... But I definitely yeah. did like that one. I put a star for that one. Okay. Um, Next up is uh, Three Robots. Oh, I liked that one a lot. Uh, I would say that was my second favorite episode. Really? Yeah. 
uh, I, I, three robots was really cool. Um, the each of the three robots had different personalities, distinct personalities. Like you had the the the, the tall uh, bipedal white one who was like the X Xbox uh, four thousand. Yeah, it's not, uh, yeah, yeah. And then you had like the the short orange one with the expressive face, and then you had like the third was like a he's like a little like a triangular. <laughs> Yeah. Triangular droid or something like that. Yeah, with with a female voice. A triangle. It was a triangle R two D two. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's 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 a good way of putting it. And like she had like flexible parts too, and she had like a dry delivery. Yeah, like some part, like the part where she takes a photo a, a photo of the dead cheerleader and she rocks the pom pom. She's like, "Go team, go team." <laughs> I had a chuckle out of that. That was Siri, basically. Yeah. Oh shit! Sorry, I turned my Siri. <laughs> Wow, that was that was great timing. <coughs> maybe 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 she is listening to us right now. <laughs> well, it does with you. You just gotta go say, "Hey Siri," and then there you go. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. But uh, but yeah, I thought that was I thought it was a pretty amusing episode. Um, it does involve a cat, so I thought, huh, interesting. Did it evolve into? Then the cat just started talking. Yeah, he's like, "Then you have to now. You have to take care of us. We mean us." It's just a whole plethora of like cats. Yeah, and they all have opposable thumbs. Yeah, I'm like, "What the hell is this coming on?" I'm like, "All right, mm-hmm. it served its purpose." I got a nice little chuckle out of that one. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. You know, they go through like a post apocalyptic hellscape, and all of a sudden you have these cats. It was it was it was pretty funny. It was my second favorite sketch. Yeah. Next up is the witness. Oh man, the witness. Uh I like this one at all, did you? This was one that I liked and hated at the same time. Well, hate is a strong word, but liked and and despised. Like uh, like uh, first of all, I'll say this, like the positive, like the animation style was absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. Like it it really reminded me of like like a more photorealistic version of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Like, like, I, I, like, it was hard to tell. Like, did they like record like real footage and then they, like imp- superimpose it with like three D models? Because it kind of had that effect. Yeah, it was like the way they were moving just seemed real. Like nothing over exaggerated at all. Yeah, yeah. Like they were expressive and like the animation style was absolutely like it was like very detailed. Yeah, really detailed, very realistic, and yet had like a comic book vibe to it. Um. So the animation style was absolutely cool. What I what I didn't like about it though was again it had this like huge male gaze problem where you had this woman. Okay, the story is like this this woman. Uh, she she witnesses a brutal murder from across her apartment, and the guy sees her in in her window, and so it's like a chase where the guy is chasing after this woman, and so she's running through she's running through uh, the city. Um, she's like damn near naked. She only has like a bathrobe. Um, as she's being chased, she gets she goes to her uh, her place of work, where she's where she has to like you know she's like a stripper, like a stripper, like an exotic dancer. And as she's dancing, wouldn't you know it? The guy that's chasing her goes into the same place uh, where she's working, and like he's getting he's you know he's getting you know the treatment, seduced by all these other stripper dancers. And all of a sudden, you see the same girl, the same woman. Like she's taking, she's taking it off. Like you can see, like the top of her bush. Like it was damp, borderline full frontal you didn't nudity. See the top of her bush. Hey, you saw that one. You saw like, like, like 
but but like it, like that like that scene like that whole stripping scene was like going on for like a good two three minutes like wait a minute like this is supposed to be a really tense situation and all of a sudden like oh she's dancing it's like it, it was like more for the it was more like to titillate the the viewer and all of a sudden like all of a sudden like they lock eyes and then you realize oh shit it's the same guy that's chasing me and so she's running across town but this time she has her tits flopping in the breeze and she's like damn near naked She's pretty much naked. She just has like her, her rope flowing, and the guy's chasing after her. About that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and it's like, okay, this is this is really weird. Yeah, it kind of just like it's like it turned. It's just like it kind of lowered the tension a bit until like she notices and like, oh shit! Then she like goes in because remember she thought she was safe by the time she got out of work, so yeah. she continued on with her. She's like, all right, I'm safe. I can do this. Yeah, I'm I'm safer right now. Da da da. Mm-hmm. Let me just. I'm yeah, I'm at work. I just do what I got to do. So, you know, tensions go down. It's like, all right, maybe something's going to happen to the guy. Then she discovers, she's like, oh, shit, fuck it. Shit just got real. Yeah. Boom, get out of there and stuff. Just, mm-hmm. She just didn't even waste time. Yeah. Just left, went to the other apartment. and mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, like, then, like, then the twist, then I had the twist ending at the end where yeah. she brutally kills him. Yeah. And then, like, the guy witnesses her, and it's like the chase starts all over all again. again. Like, but yeah, like the animation style was was great, but like the story itself was like really c- creepy and leery and gross. That's what I got. Out. That at least that's what I got out of it. Yeah, and like it, like it, like it was start like like yeah, it's supposed to be tense, but it's so, like like are, am I supposed am I supposed to like be scared of this girl? But am I supposed to be aroused at the same time? It was it was like a possibly thir- it was like a thirteen year old wrote that story. It was like it was like okay like. I too, once upon a time, was a thirsty thirteen-year-old, and I would have written a story just like that, but at that age. But it's like, come on, dude, man, that that step your game up, like, like, damn, it, 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 it was it was pretty, for lack of a better word, problematic. It, it needed work there, mm-hmm. but that's but that's just my opinion. Next one was one of my fa- one of my favorites, suits. Suits was cool. That was a cool. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, suits about these farmers in these mech suits. Yeah, and it was just like, but yo, that old lady was such a badass. I freaking loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. Her her like uh, like her four legged mech. I am no trigger. She's all trigger happy and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the one dude who sacrificed himself. Yeah, you got. I got. I I felt for that one as much as I felt for Ben Affleck's character and I mean for Bruce Willis's character in Armageddon. Oh yeah, it's like, you know what? This was fucking cool. Like that's how I just looked at. I was like, this shit was fucking cool. It was. And they just popping beers at the end and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It it was it was a pretty cool like you know alien invasion story. Yeah, like, like the all these like. The, all these like weird insect looking like demogorgon looking aliens come out slaughtering the cattle and they gotta protect what's left. It was it was really dope. Alright, and then next one Sucker of the Souls. Sucker of the Souls? You know what? It didn't do it for me. Me neither. <clears throat> yeah, I was just like, meh. Yeah, I kept it going. Yeah. Uh when the yogurt took over. I thought that was I thought that was kind of cute. I got nothing out of it. You didn't? No. No, I, I thought it was kind of like kind of whimsical, like basically like a, a literal bowl of yogurt becomes sentient and takes over, takes over uh, the the you know the country, the U.S. Yeah, shortest one, shortest uh, episode too. Yeah, it was only like, like five minutes. Yeah, and it was like uh, the yogurt, like if you sprinkle like uh, like toppings on it, like nuts, the, like it, the nuts will form words. 
and like the the bowl of yogurt takes over Ohio, and then like the rest of the country goes to hell. But then Ohio is like this like utopia for humans, but it's you know controlled by this bowl of yogurt. And I thought, you know, you know what? I thought it was cool. It had like a commentary on the human condition, kind of. I guess I just I was like, okay, yogurt, yeah. take it over. Now, if it was Hawaiian pizza, you you would have had something right there. Hawaiian pizza is equivalent to a MAGA hat, sir. For you, first of all, I will. What you're not going to do is is equate a, a fucking MAGA hat to the gloriousness, the all inclusiveness of Hawaiian pizza. If Hawaiian pizza became sentient, we would have guaranteed world peace right now. The economy would go through the roof. We would have a surplus. We would have free universal health care for all. You will not. You will put some respect, R E S P E C K, on Hawaiian pizza's name, sir. And speaking of Hawaiian pizza, Dave's Marketplace is the best one ever. Garbage. The bacon. But anyway, ba- bacon bits. Bacon bits is what sets it off. Yeah, next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Beyond the Akila Rift. Yo, this one was uh this one was kind of cool. It was. It was. I kind of got like I was like, "Hmm." you know what the the animation style what what it took me as? Remember that movie Final Fantasy, The Advent Children? Yeah. Or like the Spirits Within. Yeah, Spirits Within. That's what it was. Yep. That's what I was getting out of it, but I'm like, you know what? It actually has a decent plot though. It does like like that's another one that could that can beget like a spin-off series. Yeah, kind of like a Twilight Zone kind of thing. Yeah. Like uh like it was a sci-fi story about this crew. They get uh they travel uh light light years, light years ahead th- throughout the galaxy. All of a sudden they realize that they're off course. This woman who happens to be uh the main pilot's like former squeeze from the past. Um, you know, they they have sex. They rekindle. They they rekindle. She explains what's going on while she's naked. Again, male gaze problem. Um, but then the twist ending as to what's going on because he because he really he starts to realize that wait something is wrong here. Then you see the twist. What actually what's actually going on? Where like this huge spider like it's like 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 the whole ship is destroyed, mm. full of like these gold spider webs. He's damn near wasted away. He's like yeah. a human skeleton. And all of a sudden, you see like a shadow, what seems to be a woman's figure, but then it's like this grotesque, multi-eyed mm, spider. spider. Yeah, I'm like, God damn, that is nightmare fuel. Right up your alley, right? Oh yeah, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I, I love that part. I was like, okay, I see you. You know, that spider was looking kind of good. I mean, we could like, we could kind of do something. I was just, <laughs> but uh, I, I, at first I'm like, yo, this was very well animated. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like the spider, kind of like, stings him. He gets put back to sleep. He wakes up. It's the same shit over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, that is that's horrifying. Okay, here's one of my favorites, and I'm pretty sure this was one of yours too. Yeah. The next episode, Good Hunting. Good Hunting. I liked Good Hunting. Yeah, the traditional 2D animation. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I watched it, I was like, "Man, 2D needs to make a comeback." And what I, what you know, what it made me think of, it made me think of that whole. Uh, what's that comic that you enjoy reading? Uh, Lady Mechanica. Yeah, Lady Mechanica. Lady yeah. Mechanica. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just that's the first impression. That's the impression I got out of it. Yeah, because it had the strong steampunk vibe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like the like the woman who was like a a, a, a spirit figure. 
And then, like, uh, as the world became more mechanical, she started losing that connection, and then she became mechanical. Yeah, well, yeah, as a yeah, only to be used as a sex slave, you know. Yeah, and then she, then she like is re- like essentially reborn. Yep, and she broke free from all that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Though. Yeah, that was real cool. All right, nice little laugh I got out of the next episode, which is the dump. <laughs> the dump was that. Oh, that was pretty amusing. Oh man, the the creature that ate that that one dude, the bureaucrat. Yeah, he was like, I'm really trying to just get the fuck up out of here. So let's just like get rid of this place and let's mm-hmm. just move over. Here, boy. Here, boy. Yep. All of a sudden, you see this like big old trash of- monster. <laughs> yep. Straight eats him, murders him, spits out his hand. Shit. Hey, man. Fuck like, it. Okay. And then shapeshifters, which is one of the ones I like. That was really cool, actually. Like, I could see that being like a like a full length film. Like, if, if the idea was kind of finesse a little more. Yeah, yeah. It was like two soldiers in Afghanistan. They're they're known as like the dog soldiers because they turn into werewolves and they use their heightened sense of smell and sight to track down enemies. But yet, like their their team members give them shit for being werewolves. Yeah, little social message into it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Like the the visual of him walking barefoot. Yeah, I I had fun. Yeah, I had fun watching that one. Yeah, uh, helping hand. Yo, helping hand was dope. I liked it. It, it. it reminded me a lot of Gravity with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Okay, I had to remember which. I'm like, which one was that one? My laptop here, I would know. Yeah, that's what, and that's exactly what I thought of too. Yeah. The desperate times came to desperate measures, and she just said, "You know what? Fuck this." Just sacrificed her hand. Hmm. Just to make it back to her ship, yeah. Damn, it was like it was like gravity, but darker. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> that. Pretty much is what would happen if your bare skin was just in hotter space. Yeah, because I heard it's like like sub 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 zero temperatures. I would like that. I would just like to see. I'm like, yo, just take somebody from death uh, who's on death row or R. Kelly, just launch him into space and just <laughs> let him out and see what happens. Oh damn! <laughs> then just film it. Help me, you're killing me with this shit. <laughs> All right. Uh Fish Night. Fish Night, I thought was meh. The animation was cool though. Yeah, the cell shading. Yeah. I, I heard that was like rotoscoped. Like they had real actors, but they just drew over them. I like how they do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, that style is really cool. I like I like the, the neon fish. And then, yeah, that's what I got to. I figured you would actually like that one. Like I I like the effects, but I thought I thought the story was just like yeah, I, I didn't get much of it out of it either. But I, but what game, what made me give it a star was the uh, animation style. Yeah, Lucky Thirteen was fire. Oh yeah, Samira Wiley from Orange Is the New Black. Yes, that was really cool. Like, like this, this was like photorealistic animation where it was hard to tell if you were looking at a yeah. real actor or a CG figure. But I say like, like not since Avatar have I seen like. CG that convincing, like that close to real life, like man, it, like but part, but part of me though was like, if you're gonna make CG that real, why not just have the real actors and the real sets, you know? But the CG look was too cool enough as it is. It was though, yeah. And it was a really good story about a like a seemingly cursed ship that killed like some crew members, but then she took over and then it became like their good luck charm. Yeah, exactly. Um. I actually liked Zima Blue. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Knew it. I yeah. knew it. This had, this had Victor all over it. 
Yeah, like Zima Blue was absolutely wonderful. Uh, this one was uh, directed by Robert Valley, and it was about uh, this artist uh, who who uh, who start who started in portraiture, but then like he started like painting like murals of cosmos, and then he started painting murals with like a blue square. Yeah, because because you know, but he wanted to make just a grander show out of it, and just yeah. whenever like he would make such a grand show, could he do any better? And he just needed to, he needed more and more and more and more mm-hmm. and more to the point where he was given his last interview. Yeah, and he kills himself. Yeah, because like he tells a story about a machine that was created by this uh, this woman who was like he created a simple machine to clean her swimming pool, yeah. and then she added more to it, made it smarter, and made it more aware. And then when she died, the machine got passed off to different people, and then became it became smarter and smarter and smarter. Yep. Which was the twist. It turned out that the machine was him. Yeah, it was a it was the same simple uh uh pool cleaning machine and then like he dives into the pool like in front of like everybody it's like a grand show and he says that i'm gonna de- i'm gonna deactivate my higher brain functions i'm gonna leave just enough so i can appreciate my surroundings and just appreciate a simple task done well yeah and it's just him it's just like him reverting back to that same small pool cleaning machine cleaning the pool and i was like damn that was deep that was awesome like yeah yeah but the artist i forgot his name but reminds me of a grace jones cover album cover yeah, uh, I think his name was Zima. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does remind me of like a Grace Jones cover. Like he did have that look. Yeah, slave yeah. to the rhythm. Strange, strange. Yeah, strange scares me. Yeah, Grace Jones scares me. Oh yeah, she is a frightening woman. She is, but she's a legend. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Blind yeah. spot. Blind spot was cool. That, that was kind of cool. Um. Oops. Dialogue was kind of whack, but like I like the the it was like the, it was like the train heist one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that was actually done well. It was like these these androids trying to hijack a train. Uh, yeah, I was I had lots of fun with that one. Yeah, like the art style kind of reminded me of Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people jonesing about that lately. Yeah, Borderlands three coming out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Aaron. Mm-hmm. All right, Ice Age. Ice Age. I thought, I thought that was Topher Grace. Yeah, Topher Grace, and I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, I thought that was kind of amusing. I, I actually liked that. It, it didn't do it for me. I'm like, yeah. okay, which one's Topher Grace? I don't know why I was going through that series. Like, which one is Topher Grace and which one is Topher Grace? And I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think. I yeah, this like this one was like I think it was the only only one that was shot with real actors. Yeah. And like they 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 have this antique refrigerator, and then they open it, and then every time it's like this mini civilization that rapidly evolves. Wow. Every time they close and open the fridge, so they like start in the prehistoric age, and they go into the industrial era, then the modern times, and then the future, and then it reverts back to the prehistoric. It was a I thought it was a pretty cool concept. Yeah, I just wish we would have saw what the creatures looked like. Mm. We didn't really get anything. We didn't really get like what the actual like civilization like the actual life beings look like yeah like the actual people yeah like it was, it was kind of like um like 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 a real it was like a, a real version of like the civilization or sim city games yeah yeah that just rapidly went <laughs> yeah rapidly evolved oh yeah alternate histories alternate histories no nope yeah Nothing. that was someone like killing hitler multiple times yeah See, I, I would think that okay, killing Hitler, okay, sounds 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 like up my up my alley, but the execution, you know, kind of left me limp. 
Yeah. Yeah. Great concept, poorly executed. I want to say poorly executed. I just, I would say like it, it needed more seasoning. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Then Secret War. Secret War phenomenal animation style didn't do anything for me story me neither. wise. Yeah, me it, neither. Like it, it it really did if it really felt like a a extended cutscene of a video game. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Oh man, I want to play this." Oh wait, I got to watch this cutscene. <sighs> All right, come on. Oh, I can't skip it. Shit. You know who's one of the voices, right? Oh, Stefan Kapichik. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Colossus. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. The Tim Miller Deadpool connection. Yeah. Yeah. Like the animation was phenomenal, but like it had like the, I think that this and some of the other episodes with the, with the CG had like that uncanny valley effect with the eyes where you could tell like the eyes just weren't as emotive as like a real person's. So you could tell like, like the work just wasn't there yet. So like, because I know that with eye, when you're doing photorealistic CG animation, the eyes are like the hardest thing to do, or one of the hardest things to pull off convincingly. So yeah, Secret War, great art style, but yeah, just just kind of like meh. I'd rather just play a video game. Kind of reminded me of Metro 2033. Okay. Yeah. But that's it, you know. That's it for uh, Love, Death, and Robots. It's something I wanted to get into, uh, breeze through because we already had like a not a lot on our plate. Oh yeah. So um, se- let us know what you think. Send us your thoughts to Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or any other social media websites. And now we got question of the week. All right. So for question of the week, we got which comic book story arc would you like to see be made into a movie? So I remember last week I said onslaught. Mm-hmm. You said quarter to owl, quarter of owls. Yep, from Batman. Yeah. So we got Jim Savard who says uh, Baltimore by Mike Mignola and Christopher Golden from Dark Horse Comics, and J- John Haponic said the Long Halloween, which I feel the definitive, which I feel is the definitive Batman story. However, they might be making an animated movie out of it. Mm. Um, let me go on to the Facebook. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, the long Halloween elements of that were taken from for the the, the Dark Knight. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. So oh, sure. when you had like Batman, Jim Gordon, and Harvey Dent taking on crime in Gotham. Yeah, oh, okay. That, that was a main element from that graphic novel. Oh, okay. Yep. And then Paul Fari on our Facebook says Executionist song, and our friend Pete, who's looking forward to what you are willing to do to get those HBO logins. For, for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, he actually tweet he actually tweeted out to us. Uh, let me find it. Give me one sec. That was actually pretty good though. He actually says uh from image watches Thief of Thieves and Killer Be Killed. For Marvel, he says Maximum Carnage, Hulk versus Hulk versus Wolverine may not may not maybe not a story arc, but still would be great. Gwenpool or Spider Gwen live action this time, mm-hmm. and for DC probably another Watchmen. Okay, well we are getting another Watchmen through HBO. Gonna, are we? Yeah, it's gonna be like a I think it's a mini series or is it, I think it's a or is a full blown TV series. I forget which one, but that's gonna be by Dave, Damon Lindelof, and that's coming to HBO. Oh, word. All right, so this week's question of the week would be, what is your all-time favorite movie trilogy? 
Ooh, I love this question. Um, all-time favorite movie trilogy. Oh, you know, I know it's a I know it's a really cliched answer, but anybody who knows me won't expect anything less. The original Star Wars trilogy. To me, yeah. to, like not only for the nostalgic value, but like the storytelling, the characters, like it was, it was just for me, the perfect, uh, uh, trilogy. I mean, you could, I, I mean, you could say like Lord of the Rings, the dark Knight trilogy, by Christopher Nolan, those are excellent. And I would put those on there too, but I'm, I'm still loyal to, to the original OG star Wars trilogy, man. For me, Star Wars was cool. I probably have to say, well, for one, one underrated one I would have to say is The Expendables. Okay. I had a lot of fun watching The Expendables. But first one's still the best one, but yeah, the first one was the only one I watched. All right. Yeah, two and three were cool. Okay. But um I would have to say uh, you know what? Probably have to go with the Matrix. The, really? The I, Ma- I thoroughly enjoy the Matrix trilogies. All three films. Yeah. Definitely the first one was the best one. That's the that was the groundbreaker. Oh, absolutely. That was but I have fun with the Matrix. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's valid. Um for, for me, I had fun with the sequels when they first came out, but then over time they kind of like down. They got old. They got old, so they don't yeah. age that well. Yeah, they haven't aged as well as the first film. And in fact, uh uh this week, well, this past uh, March, March 31st, marked the 20th anniversary of The Matrix. March 3rd? Uh, March March 31st. Really? 20, yeah. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Matrix came out 20 years ago. I was I was a freshman in high school when it came out. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Damn. Yeah, yeah and I remember the trailers very well. The, the trailers and the commercials were perfect because it said like, because Lawrence Fishman was like, unfortunately... You cannot be told what the Matrix is. You'll have to see it for yourself. And then when it when it first came out, and when people talking about it, oh my god! Like minds were blown. Yeah, I remember. I remember Drew Hill like use it for their "You Are Everything" remix video. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> good song. And okay, I oh baby, oh, you, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be on our social medias within a within a within the week. Mm-hmm. I've been late on those and I apologize, but I'm glad you uh, thank y'all for actually like uh answering to answering them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh you can catch us on all social media platforms. You can catch all of our episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, uh Facebook, iTunes, iTunes, leave Please. us a five-star review. There we go. Uh Google Play, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Codex Primecast. Uh, Facebook, and Instagram as well. All right, there we go. Uh, that's it on my end. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I got. So once again, thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. It's going to be a, another joint Codex Prime UWO uh, collaboration. It's going to be all wrestle talk. It's going to run long because <laughs> we have... <laughs> Because we have three shows to, to to talk about. We got the NXT TakeOver New York, G1 Supercard, WrestleMania 35. So, yeah, strap in for, for next Wednesday. Get your popcorn out. Get your Hawaiian pizza pizzas out. Get that, don't you even leave that nasty-ass shit out the door. Yeah, it, it, get, get, get your best bottle of red or white wine. It's going to be a long one. Beer. 
Wine is better. Wine is superior. Beer. Wine is the adult. Beer. Wine. Beer. Wine. Beer. Is the adult man's drink. Beer. Dude, you, if you don't <laughs> shut your <laughs> Pinot Grigio. Pinot Noir. What you know about that life, son? Riesling. Sam Adams, man. Yeah, Sam Adams is cool. I, I got none. I got none against Sam Adams. But you know. You know that 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 Artois. Artois. Yeah. That that vineyard life, son. Wine. You wonder why the people think there's people in your basement. Shh. And I rest my case. So oh, and be <laughs> sure to check out our brothers over at the UWO is gonna be coming out right after this. So yes. get them get them shovels ready because there's somebody's getting in that potent, somebody's getting buried. Oh yeah, and I can't wait to see who it is. All yes. right. All right. So uh Yeah, so yeah. You anything else? No, that's pretty much it. All so right. yeah, as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.